Welcome to The Pulse Experience, the podcast that takes you on a journey of wellness at the intersection of technology and human experience. I'm your host, Edward Beltran, CEO of Fierce and innovator of Pulse. You know, stress is a very large problem today. It's costing organizations $300 billion annually, not to mention the impact on our people and individuals in our companies. And often, we don't know what's causing our stress. And if we do, we don't know the proper, most impactful way to handle it. Instead, we're used to just accepting stress and managing it at a general level, such as with better diet, better sleep, exercise, or meditation. But this doesn't get underneath the root issues of our stress or eliminate them. And today, there's so much that's required of us in, at both our homes and the workplace that we don't always have the tools to be able to be self-aware and tackle these stressors. However, our bodies, they don't lie. They tell us constantly what's happening. They're responding to our environments and it's our job to listen. And when we handle these challenges and take them head on, they drive positive results in both our personal and our professional lives. Pulse is our proprietary app that integrates with wearable devices and infuses cutting edge science to be able to show you who you're with and where you're at when you're experiencing stress by the hour. Then we wrap context around these events by pulling in calendar and GPS data to be able to further drive that self-awareness and more importantly, move into action with either a live coach or the in-app AI bot to be able to tackle these stressors, drive your resilience higher, as well as the outcomes you desire in your lives. We call this biometric intelligence. Our certified coaches walk into every coaching session with the same biometric data and insights to be able to help you identify the themes that are going to have the most impact on your lives and tackle those toughest challenges. This transformation is the Pulse Experience. Hello, everyone. Today's episode is a continuation of a coachee that Chantel helped make the transition from a job that she was really struggling with and experiencing misplaced stress in her drive to work and her drive home. And Chantel did a remarkable job and really helping her get underneath that, but taking the step to have the conversation with her significant other and to her delightful surprise, he was 100% supportive about her leaving her new job and embarking on the new journey. And with that, <laughs> as we're going to dive into, sometimes new journeys have their own stress as well. So she started yeah. a new job and we're going to unfold what's happening. Chantel, welcome as always. Tell us about your coachy. Yeah. As we revisit our coachy, you know, um, to your point, Ed, she left the previous employer and it was, it was fantastic. And, uh, now, yeah, you know, there's some um, misalignment and uh, expectation versus reality aren't matching up fully. You know, changing jobs, no matter the circumstance, cause stress. It increases our stress level. We don't know what to expect. Um, we don't know the people, the culture fully. You know, oftentimes we're so nervous and enamored during the interview process that we do ourselves a disservice by not seeking clarification on the roles and ourselves within them. You know, uh, this leaves both parties feeling disillusioned and um, the reality just doesn't, doesn't always match the expectations. Yeah. And, and, and I'm sure so many people can identify with this at Chantel where, you know, uh, you're, you're leaving a tough situation and the grass seems greener on the other side and, and it probably is, but it's, 
also not necessarily a uh, going to be a cakewalk either, right? And um, sometimes you walk into situations and you're like, oh, I should have known that or I should have asked that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so let's talk further about this. It's so funny because I think about this and I even think about my own experiences, right? So I, I remember taking uh, my going to my previous employer and I had moved a thousand miles south. And when I moved to the town that I moved to, I honestly thought that the road leading down was a back road. I was like, this city can't be that small. I mean, I've heard of it before. Nope, it really was that small. And that was my first uh, first experience of maybe I should have asked a few more questions. You know, um, the <laughs> yeah. grocery stores, Walmart, right? I mean, you know, hey, Walmart's fine, but that's it. That was pretty much it. Piggly Wiggly, pretty much it. It can really throw you for a, a loop. You know, and in this case, my coachee is, mid-career professional. She had spent the last four years in the leadership development space. And um, during that time, she had gained several certifications from vendors to facilitate their content and, and really had honed her skill. When she moved into this new role, the new role is something that she had not done before. It was a process improvement facilitator um, where she's be responsible for ensuring successful change management for a line of business. It was an opportunity for her to expand her knowledge. However, she quickly realized that she did not have role clarity. And I want you to take a, a listen to what she said. They're looking for things that normal clients pay for. And I think that by hiring me, they thought that everything would be included with my hiring package, which that was not the agreement. Um, I wasn't hired to, to fill the space of um, what they're asking me to do right now. Okay. So um, it, it's been a little bit of a challenge to kind of figure out where I fit into all of this and to whom I have to have these conversations with. Um, okay. What is your desired outcome? What do you want to walk away with today? I think, Knowing or feeling empowered to have the necessary conversation to let them know, you know, I was hired for one role, but I'm not necessarily being asked to, I'm being required to, of course, fill the job description of the role that I was hired for. In addition to, they, they continuously look for my expertise to really help the HR um, leader fulfill her role as well. Ouch, right? You can almost hear it in her voice. I was like, oh, quickly it's 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 starting to go. And that's how nobody wants to experience that when you, you know, just start a new role. Um, you already are trying to navigate just the environment. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And tell yeah. before we dive into uh pulse and how her body her her biometrics were responding to what was going on, when you're talking with her, what and, and, and by the way, job creep and job expectation. I mean, this is normal stuff that happens, right? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you constantly hear folks saying, well, it wasn't in my job description. And there's always this, you know, this balance between, well, are you being flexible with the needs of the business versus, mm -hmm. you know, being narrowly defined in, in, you know, what, what, you know, what your, your role, you want your role to be. And so there's mm -hmm. always that, uh, that kind of balance, if you will. But let me ask you this question before we dive into the pulse. In retrospect, 
what conversations did she miss or what would she have done differently on the the outset? I'm, I'm really curious if she, if there was some insights there. You know, really asking the questions, you know, what are your expectations for me from my prior experience? You know, is there an opportunity mm-hmm. for this role to expand into leadership? What do you already offer with respect to leadership and who facilitates? You know, um, so there are several differing questions about how they were going to use her expertise that she did not ask. I mean, she was so excited about leaving the other role. They could have sold her rusted, you know, rusted nails and she probably would have. And, you know, she did realize Mm -hmm. this is on her. And that's, that's the other thing too. Like we have to go in knowing what we expect for, for ourselves and asking those questions. And if it doesn't align, we have to be okay with walking away, you know, with any new job. If the company represents what they, they want well, and we represent what we want and we ask the questions, you know, new jobs are so beautiful and, 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 <laughs> Can, can open us up to worlds of possibilities, but we really have to make sure that we're not hoping for something so bad that we mm-hmm. miss, you know, we miss those vital questions. Mm-hmm. Or paint a picture that uh, <laughs> is the picture that yeah. we want versus the reality, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Chantel, Chantel, your coachy um, has been on the Pulse platform for a while. So I'm curious as she's going through this transition and these uh, um, hurdles, what's what's showing up? What's her biometrics looking like? As you, as you know, managing stress is a journey, right? It's, it's not a one and done. After her, less, her last session, she was doing phenomenal. Her threes and fours had decreased by a whopping 23%. Now, you know, in, in the two weeks prior to our call, her fours were up by 29%. So she did a complete mm-hmm. flop. Right. Um, she had slipped back into letting stress control her instead of her controlling and managing the stress. The difference was that she now knew she had to recalibrate and that she also was capable of getting back on track. Right. You know, and I think that that's the thing mm-hmm. with, with Pulse that it rec- people learn quickly is you are capable of managing your stress. You're not a victim to it unless you want to be, you know, and, and Pulse gives, yeah, Pulse gives you the data. And then between the coaching and, and the, the module work that's in there, you have the tools. And so at that point, there is nothing saying that you can't manage your stress better than you did before getting into Pulse. No, absolutely. And she has a awesome coach on speed dial that she could also call for help, right? <laughs> so, so with that, Chantel, right? I know you closely monitor your, your coaches. So obviously you were able to see through your coach's dashboard that uh, problems were brewing. Um, let's talk yeah. about that a little bit more. That Those biometric responses, how are they showing up? And specifically, how are they showing up to drive self-awareness around you know, her, you know, her saying that there's a problem. So, you know, like I said before, um, she was doing really well. The stress at home had pretty much dissipated. She had uh, worked through her own, um, what she's, I mean, 
She says that control is in her DNA. She loves to be in control. She has uh, learned to give up some things and, and, and delegate, you know, to, to her family so that they could grow and she could release and do some of the things that she needed to do for herself. She was doing great, great work. And she continues to do the great work um, at home. What is not working, obviously, is is the new role. So, you know, really during our time together, we spoke about how do you take what you've been doing really well at home and applying it to this new work role? You know, she's learned during this session that um, there's a lot, you know, so I want to hear her express her needs and how um, she's been working through that. Being a little bit more clear and honest with them. But I think that that honestly, yeah, so it's my fault that maybe I didn't say those things right away. And I also needed to the time to build some trust and relation and, and, you know, build those relationships with my team first Mm -hmm. in order to, to um, create the space to express my needs. So, so expressing needs are so, you know, just so important, right? The other things that she, she took away is how do I state what my needs are and how do we state what your needs are? So again, kind of that relation, that anatomy of the relationship. We talked about that in a previous role, you know, um, really finding out what were their needs and did they represent their needs fully, you know, from the onset or, you know, they might have recognized that they didn't know what they were missing until they got her. Right. And so. That's very mm-hmm. possible. But then what does the situation require? You know, and I, I call that an SOS, right? So that's self-awareness, that's other awareness, and that's the situation. Um, and so there was definitely a, a SOS call that needed to go out, um, and it came in the way of a conversation. Let's dive deeper into that, because I know our listeners are saying, I'm in that situation now, or I've been in that situation. So what does the conversation look like? How does she express her needs and also get curious in the proper way versus, you know, being upset and I got sold a bad bill of goods, right? Which crosses our <laughs> yeah. mind many times yeah. when we're in these situations. So yeah. tell us, Chantal, what, what, did, what, did, what, did, what was the result? Sure. What she figured out is she could weave this in, um, weave her ass for clarity into conversations with her leadership around budget and engagement. Right. So they're looking for what's coming up in the next 2024. And they had just gotten engagement numbers for their um, for their organization. And so as they discussed strategy for for the company, she was able to weave in what was her vision of her career trajectory and how they aligned and where there was some misalignment. Uh, She would love to see a leadership development um, department come out of this. You know, um, it's it's a natural expertise. It is also, you know, that that's, that saying um, every business problem is a people problem. And it's, it's the same for, you know, this organization. Tactically speaking, they are on the top of their game. But when it comes to their people, right, they, they sitting in status quo. You know, they have individuals that have been there 25, 30 years. 
And they have, you know, some some, uh, ways of doing things that have happened 25 to 30 years. And anybody coming in new in this role shift of succession planning is not taking place. So this is an op- this was an opportunity for her to say, you know, as you look to the future, here are the things that I've noticed and what my expertise are. Here's what you currently have me doing. Do those still align? Yeah, she found this was mutually beneficial, right? And um, yeah. she had her she had her conversation yesterday and she immediately called me. Um, and her scores, <laughs> she only had two fours yesterday which was huge. And she had seven ones. She's like, I haven't had seven ones in weeks. I mean, already just the, the stating, you know, what she needs and in a way that benefits their needs has already decreased her stress level. And I'm sure theirs. You know, I, we need to work on getting them on pulse as well. But I am sure theirs, you know, were decreased <laughs> after this conversation. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Chantel. That's amazing results. But what I think what I find so compelling here is this. Let's put ourselves in that situation where you come to the realization that there's a misalignment between what you thought you were going to be doing and what they mm-hmm. have you doing. Right. Uh, we call that uh uh, job job creep, right? Job description creep, yeah. which is a reality, right? It happens all the time. She didn't fall into victim mode from what you're saying. She fell into where did I miss? Where did I make mistakes? She took personal accountability, uh, obviously, because she has an awesome coach helping her through that. But what I find really compelling here, though, is there could have been three very different paths taken. One of them yeah. is to just do nothing and say, you know, I got sold a bad bill of goods, even though I should have known, like, I'm unhappy, I'm not going to say anything. In which case, as we know, those fours, that 29% uptick, it's not going away. Right? And right. so right. your next coaching session would have been around her making another transition out. Or yeah. two would have been, and this is what I find interesting, Chantal, because as you started going through this conversation, I started um, thinking to myself around the approach, right? Because I'm so intrigued. And, and I was waiting for you to say that she used a confront model or a feedback model to be able to say, let's stop and let's reevaluate kind of where we're at. I made a mistake. There's job, right? But I find it compelling that instead you coached her in the path of how to make it a collaborative process and latching into the company's strategic vision to be able to be part of that process and align. I mean, that's absolutely incredible. You know, from a leadership perspective, you know, there's so much going on. And I'm sure, again, one of our biggest principles that we state is to assume good intent. So assuming good intent, it wasn't like they sold her a bad bill of goods. I love how you framed it, where you said they probably didn't know themselves. They probably rolled the job description forward that they had used before without really thinking in depth because they just needed that expertise. They're excited about hiring her. So assuming good intent, it wasn't um, something that was done on purpose, right? And, and, and yet she doesn't want to be seen as inflexible or, Hey, I have a problem. And so I just find it the, the path that you coach her absolutely fascinating, but please Chantel, <laughs> please, I would love to hear your I know, we, we get so excited and you're right. You know, um, it was about a team meeting, right? So hearing the different sides of the ball and coming together with what do we need to accomplish together 
you know, she has her perspective, you know, she sits on her color, right? And, and she, Liz Breeze Blue, her manager, Liz Breeze Green, the CEO who actually happened to be in on that, on that conversation, bleeds red. And together they could look at what do we need in order to grow and how can each of us align in order to, to, you know, get what we need. And it was a perfect segue for her, you know, to, to really say, these truly are my expertise. You're spending time training me. And while I'm excited to learn it, you're, you're also pulling me in another direction. Is this where we need to be in order to, accomplish mm-hmm. what you're trying to accomplish. That's fantastic. Just the high level of maturity as well as yeah. using influencing skills. It's a win-win for everybody. Absolutely fantastic, Chantel. I'm very impressed. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> so and with that, before we wrap up, what would you like our listeners to walk away with um, from today's session? What's, what's some of the major themes you'd like them to know? Yeah, you know, it, it, uncertainty threatens our innate preference for predicting future events. And that uh, it activates the brain's amygdala and it sends our stress fully going, right? Our emotions, our fear, our anxiety. All of that happens while we're in this role for looking for a new job or, or leaving and going to a new job. I want the listeners to remember the four objectives of a fierce conversation. Interrogate reality so both you and the other party know, you know, where we're coming from. What strike do you sit on the ball? You know, and provoke learning. Be open. Be curious. Don't go in with an agenda or, you know, the, that victim mentality that we talked about. And tackle the tough challenge. Look, my coach, said it. Like, if she wanted something different, she was going to have to tackle the, tackle the tough challenge. And it was on her. She owned this, right? And the goal of every fierce conversation is to enrich the relationship and be different when the conversation's over. That's a work relationship. That is a personal relationship. And when we are looking at at moving into a new role, the best way to get from the out group into the in group is to have a fierce conversation about, you know, what those expectations are on both sides. Fabulous work, Chantel, as always. I can't thank you enough for the impactful work that you're doing. Much appreciated this topic here. I know so many people can identify with. So again, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks, Ed. Until next time. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Pulse Experience Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and gained valuable insights into the world of wellness technology and biometric-led coaching that changes lives. If you're interested in experiencing Pulse for Yourself and working with one of our expert coaches, please click the link in the description below. Until next time, thank you.